Hey Cyril, guess what? What? Everyone you know is a hologram. What do you mean? Are you a hologram? Yes, and so are you. What? Now you've really lost it, Lucas. This is the You Do You podcast, where we talk about healing, growing and thriving so that you can be free to do you. Welcome to the You Do You podcast. I'm Cheryl. And I'm Lucas. And today, we're going to talk about why Lucas thinks everyone we know are holograms. And it's 100% true, Cheryl. Okay. Well, let's unpack it yes. and see how let, true it really is, Lucas. Let me let me, let me lay out the case here. Okay. 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 It's a little I'm, bit of a, a crazy it um, is, it theory, is it. but let me lay out the case. And to, to lay out the case, yeah. I want to play you a little... A little uh, audio from uh, Axel, you idiot. <laughs> that, that's the start of it. Hang let on, me, hang on, me, hang on. Let me rewind, yeah. rewind a little yeah. bit. That's not okay. that's not a commentary <laughs> on me. <laughs> so this is this is a recording of that a mum made of her daughter. Um, that no, the the mum didn't make the recording. This is a recording. Um, that a little girl made for her sister. Right. And she was upset with her sister because of uh, what you'll hear in in the audio. So let me play it and we can talk about how this this has to do with holograms. Okay. let's, Let's play. Thanks a lot, you idiot. Thanks a lot, Rachel. Thanks a lot. Thanks to you, my charger's not charging on my iPad because it's got used to your iPad instead of mine. It's not charging my iPad and it's all your fault. I hope you're happy because I've told Mom. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I can totally relate to that. I remember growing up, my siblings and I having similar fights and I guess we kind of like do that to each other. Yeah. You know, just go into that um, accusing mode. Yeah. Straight away. Straight away. Yeah and, yeah. and and that's where this idea of, of holograms and I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about that. But mm. um, so many times when, when we fight with someone, when we argue with someone, we have created uh, a situation or we believe a, a situation is the way that it is mm. uh, and we just steam full, uh, you know, full steam, steam ahead thinking that, the situation is the way that we perceived it, the way that we assumed it was. Mm, uh, mm. But the reality can be completely different. So this little girl thought that her sister uh, had charged her iPad using her charger and that the charger got used to the her other iPad. iPad. Yes, her <laughs> sister's iPad. She's completely in the dark about it doesn't matter whose iPad is plugged in. That's basically. right, that's it's, right. Yeah, yeah. But uh, her whole perception of yeah. what was happening yeah. was something that, that she created internally because yeah. of her assumptions, because of what she, she believed. Yeah. And that's connected to uh, the way that we perceive the world, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's kind of connected to, to what we talked about in, in the last week where we were talking about the brain and how we process information and, mm-hmm. and even it's got to do with, with gut feel. Yeah. And the the idea is that we have to come up with ways to, to process the world mm. that, that are going to, to help us to, to make sense of it. Mm, mm. And so our brain is looking for the quickest and easiest ways to, to do that. And so I, I, I want to, to just get you to, to do something, Cheryl, to think about something. And uh, if you're listening at, at home, 
I want you to, to think about this as well. I want you to think about a time, let's say you, you, you were at work yeah. and you talked to someone, uh, maybe a supplier or a customer over the phone for mm-hmm. a long time and you kind of start to imagine what that person's like and let's say after a few months uh, you, you get to meet them. Yeah, in and person. In person. Mm. And, and when you meet them, they look like nothing compared to what you thought they would look like, mm, right? Mm. So, like, why is that? Why, mm. why does that happen? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think a lot of us can relate to that where you meet, especially in this online world we live in. Yeah, right. Where we do a, a lot of business, a lot of interaction online Mm -hmm. and if you haven't actually seen the person if it wasn't a video call Mm -hmm. especially Mm -hmm. if it was just a phone call but I think it also goes beyond just what the person looks like Mm, you know because you can have a whole perception it's what you imagine they look like but then the yeah the the sort of broader picture of who they are their personality and sometimes it's like wow okay they're quite different. different it's the same. to what I expect. Yeah, yeah. And, and mm. you see that, for example, when you go to maybe a friend's house for the first time mm. and you see the, the way that they keep their, their home, the way that they decorate, the, the way that they have things in mm. their environment, it can be completely different to what you mm. imagined it to, to be like. Mm. And, mm. and the reason that that happens is that we create mental models mm. of of people that, that we interact with. Right. And and the reason that, that we we need to do this, uh, and, and we, we do it subconsciously, we know we're not pur- purposefully thinking about mm. it. Mm-hmm. But as as we interact with people, we start to to build think of it like like a little character of a of a video game, mm. right? So you start to create these little Characters, and that's what I'm calling like a hologram yeah. of of the other people yeah. in your mind, and it's kind of like a computer game that then you start to imagine mm. what those people are like and, and yeah. what what they are likely to do. So there's some there's some information that you have about yes. them, and then you subconsciously fill in the rest of the information yeah. from what you imagine or think mm. yeah, that's about right. them or, yeah. That's right. And so mm. you start to create these, these characters in your mind mm. just like a, a computer game. Mm. And the whole reason is that our brains are trying to help us out. Mm. And the, the reason that, that our minds create these mental models that then we can, we can start to to imagine situations mm. and, and interactions mm-hmm. uh, is that the brain is trying to do two main things. The first one is it's trying to maybe prevent uh, or, or avert and test possibilities of the future. Mm-hmm. So, so if we didn't have that, we would actually live out s- certain circumstances yeah. that might end up in huge fights or get us killed or put us in danger or yeah. things like that. But by having this prefrontal cortex well-developed, and that's where all of this is happening, we're able to, to have these little characters mm. play out the scenes. Mm. And I think most people have done this, that they will have 
arguments in in their minds, you know, whole discussions with someone yeah, imaginarily yeah, in, yeah. in their mind. That's that's the mind playing out. Yeah, what it is. I think also this is so important because think of, um, and even for me, just thinking about the potential avoiding of conflict, mm. right, through through holding back mm. and rather than just assuming a thing mm-hmm. and taking your mind down this pathway mm-hmm. of a scenario mm-hmm. like that little girl did, right. um, you know, and I was laughing because at first I was thinking, oh, yeah, I remember when we were kids, but, you know, as adults, yeah, I guess I can see how we, we do that all the time. Yes. And it's not just with people that, uh, we don't know where we fill in, you know, the blanks of what we think they're like, mm-hmm. but even with friends and family members. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, like this is something important to take note of. And I'm really glad we're having this conversation because I think most of us can relate to misunderstandings mm. that occur. Yeah. And, and a slight misunderstanding can then lead to uh, something bigger and then it just can snowball from yeah. there. And I think that's what this hologram world, in a sense, that, you know, that, that we're creating mm-hmm. is like mm. because we start off, we, someone may say something and we take hold of that, you know, we might get offended or whatever, mm. and then the mind just continues to travel down a path and then it can impact the relationship and conversations that we have with that person. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I really love this concept, Lucas, of yeah. looking at it like this. Yeah, it's cool because yeah. if, if you can be conscious of it, mm. you can avoid a bunch of those traps yeah. like that where it, you go down a train of thought mm. which uh, is, is, is going to rob you of, mm. of peace and, and, and maybe even good relations with other people. Mm. So that's one reason that the brain is trying to do. So it's trying to test mm. situations so that it can try to predict uh, the things moving forward. Yeah. The other reason that, that the brain uh, does this is to replay, uh, to replay the past mm-hmm. and to look for ways to learn from it. Mm. And, uh, you know, people... Again, people can get stuck in in a loop of something from the past. And often that's because the processing people want to avoid the pains of the past, Mm. but often that keeps getting replayed in in their mind because Mm. the lesson hasn't been gotten from that. The the depth of the lesson that we need from from the past yeah. hasn't been obtained. And so we sort of get stuck. It reminds me of that U2 song, Stuck in a Moment. Right. I'm stuck in a moment and I can't get out of it. Or, right. Yeah, yeah, you're stuck in a moment and you can't get out of it. Yeah. Yeah. But, but that's that's the, the, the mechanism mm. of these holograms that mm. we have of people, of mm. other people in our minds. That's what, what that, the brain is trying mm. to do. Yeah. But just like you said, that that has got problems, mm. that, and and so we need to be aware of those problems and shortcomings, so that we can sort of be aware of it and and, and overcome them. Mm. Mm. So one of one of the problems is that the holograms are obviously flawed; they're not good representations of of the reality of the reality yeah. of, of other people, and so that's because we've created. The holograms out of 
just little bits of of information mm. and then our our brains and just make up the rest fill up the the rest of the person mm. so if you think of the let's say the client or, or someone that you were talking to on the phone for mm. for a long time your your brain and imagination took their tone of voice uh the some of the expressions and in your brain came up with this picture of what mm. that person would look like mm. but like you said the brain is doing that not just with the way that they look like but uh their character mm. their their personality mm. uh how they would be like in different uh, circumstances the kind of beliefs that they would have yeah. it's it's sort of adding all of this information mm. uh and all of that's coming from you mm. it's not from the from the person it's just taken little snippets yeah. of information yeah. and just then building this this old scenario and yeah. reality yeah. and and that's why that's why i'm saying it's it's a hologram because mm. it's not it's not the essence of what the person is mm. it's something that that we created and i think yeah i think that that's that's really that's really important so basically mm. the holograms are made out of little bits of information interactions that we've had and yeah. our own context of what we expect and believe people to to be like yeah. that that's kind of what builds mm. the the holograms and our brains fill up the hologram from our assumptions mm-hmm. you know we there's a whole lot of assumptions about about people that then fill up the hologram um there's a whole lot of about what we believe mm-hmm. and our mm-hmm. own biases that mm-hmm. we then put onto to mm-hmm. those holograms mm-hmm. and and we believe about yeah. people yeah and i was yeah. thinking just on that i was also thinking you know especially people that you know well could be family members or friends mm-hmm. and we know them to be you know a certain way but then people grow and change mm-hmm. and it's almost as if well that hologram mm-hmm. you know this is how we're viewing it and it's not making allowances for the growth in people as yeah, well yeah right and i think especially as i said you know friends and family i think that that's a big one because mm. when you've known someone for a long time or all your life and you know them to be like this mm. right but we're all growing and changing mm. all the time and giving giving grace to people to allow for the potential and possibility of of change mm. in their lives. Mm. I think that's mm. really good. Uh, I mm. mean, doesn't that happen in every family yeah. that yeah. you know the way that you were seen growing up? Yeah. That can keep on going, you know, for for decades. Yeah, after. yeah. It's kind of you're you're perceived the same way yeah, by family. Yeah, yeah. And it's like this is how it is and I I just think when you know we get together with family and we're all laughing and having a good time and whatever and then in you know inevitably something will come up about you know the past or growing mm. up and it's like oh yes you know you were like this and you did this and it's like the sometimes the same scenarios and stories keep coming up yeah, and it's right. almost like then you know it's your your um you know we can box people in mm, mm. into a certain way of being or or perceiving them yeah um and it's not really giving them the opportunity to step outside of that box mm, mm. yeah i think that's spot on yeah and i think that that takes us to problem number 2 mm. uh with 
this system, mm. it's that it's so easy for us to believe that the holograms are real. Mm. You know, because just like you said, because we've created these pictures of what other people are mm. and mm. we've interacted in our mind, interacted with them yeah. uh, so much that we start to believe that that mental representation of the person is what that person actually is, mm, right? Mm. And so that that then, like you said, keeps people in a, in a box. Mm. The people that, that you have in, in your life, if you don't see the hologram as a hologram but mm. you, you, you see it as, oh, this, I know what that person's like, mm. you're, you're boxing them in mm. and it robs you mm. from the ability to, to have a, like a deeper, more authentic a relationship with mm, the other person mm, mm. because you're, you're having a relationship with the hologram yeah. of that person. And and I guess, you know, even if they are like what you're thinking and perceiving to a certain extent, mm. um, that's just how it is. Mm. And so sometimes we just have to, you know, let things go as well. And, uh, and 100% mm. there's things that are, that the hologram mm. has got a true representation of what the person can be like. Yeah. But it's not a complete picture. Yeah. It's not a whole yeah, picture yeah, of, yeah. of the person. Yeah. And maybe we can talk about, well, what, what do we do with holograms so that then we can, we can yeah. overcome those challenges. Yeah, I think that's great, Lucas. And one of the things is something I've always really appreciated about you is you listen so well. And I know you've often talked about using active listening mm. and how when we do that we do get better insights and that helps us to not project those holograms onto others yeah but yeah so yeah so definitely listening well, really listening rather than just jumping to an assumption mm. um, which is so easy for some of us to do well you know? yeah well, I mean if so let's talk about that because just what you just said mm. is, is perfect. That that's the the third big problem mm. um, that we have is that projection of the hologram. So do you remember in Star Wars when R two D two sent gives a message to Luke Skywalker of uh, Princess Leia and he beams out this little oh yeah yeah this little, yeah that was so cool yeah <laughs> yeah this little hologram of Princess Leia giving the message yeah um, we do that mm. when when we interact with people mm. what so you know let's say you you go into to the workplace yeah what you're doing is you're taking the 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 hologram that you have of that person mm. and you are projecting it in front of the person mm -hmm. so you can be having uh you can be speaking to to the person but uh you you're actually speaking to the hologram what you perceive of that of person, that person. Yeah. and and everything that they say is then filtered right through your yeah. hologram and and your frame of that person yeah so um you see that with families all the time where mm. uh, someone is perceived to be i don't know the black it's sheep of the family or, mm. or something mm -hmm. and so then that person might say something and it's processed it's received by mm. those other family members as like oh they're they're trying to insult me mm -hmm. or something like that yeah, yeah. when a third party that that doesn't have that 
hologram of that person right. might see it like, <laughs> no, what do you yeah, do yeah, it? It yeah, they're not seeing it like that at all. That's right. Yeah. And, and so that projection mm. of, of that hologram mm. works in both in a negative way mm. and a positive way. Mm-hmm. So you can create a hologram of a person uh, that's, a, oh, this person is, is wonderful mm. and you see this often at the beginning of, of, of a relationship yeah. um, that, you know, oh, the, the, everything they do yeah. is wonderful. Yeah. yeah it, that's, that's a hologram mm. that mm. You're, you're projecting this perfect image mm. over the person and then you interpret everything that they're doing mm. through that lens, through, mm. that, through that hologram. This is something that is so important. Mm. I know, you know, I'm just thinking of my um, single friends, mm. for example, who, who are dating and who meet someone for the first time and it's like, oh, wow, they just, you know, uh, they're just wonderful. They were this and they were that and they were this and, you know, I'm always sort of protective of them and <laughs> thinking, okay, hang on a sec, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. let's just go back a little bit and I guess it's really important to be aware of um of applying those filters mm. so that we're not just going in it all out and yeah. embracing something in a way that we or someone in a way that we perceive them to be. Mm. And so that, that's a perfect example of how the holograms are created. Mm. So, you know, on, on the first couple of dates, mm. your date, you know, is gives a... I don't know, give some money to someone on the street or they give a, a big tip to the, the waiter. Yeah. And that little piece of information yeah. gets pr- kind of created into, oh, this person is a really generous, yeah, kind yeah. person. Yeah. But the source of information is just A one. small little tidbit of information. Yeah. Then yeah. gets gets taken mm. into this big characterization of the person. Mm. And once we have that... Mm. If we're not careful to to realize, oh, hold on, I actually don't fully know this person, and I need to explore mm. further. Mm. You then start to to overlay this this person's a generous person mm. over them, and you start to interpret that, and mm. then you might discover the, the reality of that person a little bit further down, like the track. further down like, the yeah, track. Yeah, and all your friends then later say to you, "Oh, yeah, we told, we told you." you so. <laughs> yeah, and I've had that. I've had you know, I've been down that path that Mm. that journey and people later said you know what um I tried to tell you but Mm. you weren't listening or you weren't interested in listening you were just seeing it in a certain way and that was it Mm. you wanted it you wanted to sort of believe that this is what this person is like yeah um so yeah I think this is a really important conversation to have Mm. and we all need to be aware of it Mm. aware of this yeah Mm. so for me, the the kind of takeaways mm. from from that idea of of holograms mm. is that we are most of the time we're in relationship with these holograms. Mm. So we, because we project the holograms over people, mm. uh, and and we perceive them that way, mm. a lot of, a lot of the time, the the relationships that that we have. Uh, with this representation of them, yeah, uh, and so it's important to to be aware of that mm. because that is what allows you, like you said, to 
give grace to people to to actually exp- to to be open to say maybe this person there's more to this person than what I'm perceiving, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And also, it, if you're aware of it, you, it can be a protective thing where you can say maybe I need to explore and even. Uh, yeah, find out more about yeah, this person. Like, so it's the opposite where you're already thinking, oh, yeah, this person is just wonderful and, you know, yeah. I guess you need to be cautious in terms of especially entering relationships. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and then that flows on to, mm. like you said, loving or fighting mm. the holograms, mm. just like that little girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's so passionate, it's so funny. But often... When we get into fights, mm. we're fighting the holograms. I think husbands and, and boyfriends all over the world have had the situation where, you know, the uh, their partner had, had a bad dream about them. And, <laughs> and well, I've had that. <laughs> we can laugh about that because I, re- I, I recall actually, you know, having a few of those and going, oh, you know, and then it gave me this feeling. Yeah, right. Right, which... There were no grounds for that feeling, right. but I had this dream and it was like, oh, right, okay, well, this is a, <laughs> you know, a potential or something. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I, think, I think that's, that's a key mm. takeaway to keep coming back to that picture mm. of the, the hologram so that then when you are upset with someone, mm. you can go, hold on, hold on, hold on. Maybe I'm not understanding. Maybe I'm having a, a fight with with something that I've projected mm, mm. and what I need to do is actually go into discovery mode, mm. which is just uh, I just want to ask questions to find out, yeah. not to not to argue, yeah, right? I yeah. just want to have a discussion so that I can understand what yeah. the other person's And this saying. is coming back to that listening, right? Know, asking questions but being open, mm. not already having the answers in your head because we can do that yeah, as well, yeah. you know. You ask a question, oh, yeah, this is what they're, you know, going to say. But, mm. yeah, but asking questions and then really listening mm. Mm. Um, to what's being said. And I think that's the last, the, the last thing for me that, mm. that I take away from it is that if I really want to have authentic relationships, yeah. I, I need to be aware that of these holograms mm. so that I... I dig deeper, and this is so, so important. I mean, we next year we'll be married for 25 years, and I mm. think we get along really well. But yeah. I think one of the things that you and I have is that we keep on sort of growing together and mm. we keep on discovering different things and mm-hmm. we're, we're interested in each mm. other. Yeah, It's really sad when you see couples that, they get used to each other mm. and they think they know each other, mm. right? They, mm. they kind of feel that it, the relationship is stale. Mm. Most of the time it's that the hologram is stale. Mm. Mm. And if you're starting to feel that, that is the trigger for you to go into discovery mode. Mm. Um, and so this, this is a great uh, exercise, for example, yeah. to for, for people listening and, and, and for us. Yeah. Uh, if you think about, let's say, your parents, mm-hmm. right? We think we know our parents. Mm-hmm. You know, we've grown up with them. We've seen them in all kinds of situations. Mm-hmm. But then I remember asking myself, who, who was my parents' best friend growing up? Mm-hmm. I didn't have a clue. Mm-hmm. Like, often that's a, 
that's a foundational type of relationship that affects mm. someone. I didn't have a clue yeah. about them. And yeah. I started to think, I don't know what their experience at school was like. Mm. I, mm. I didn't know um, what they believe is one of the most painful memories mm. or most difficult situations that they faced. Mm. You know what, Lucas, this is I'm just listening to you saying this, and these are some great questions for me to ask my dad now right. even. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, really, I really like those questions. Right, and, and so mm. that, is, that is the trigger to, mm. to, to realise we don't know each other. People are, are actually, there's so much more mm. to people um, for us to explore, to mm. have like really authentic, mm. deeply connected relationships mm. and that that curiosity and that awareness mm. that actually what you have isn't a complete picture. You don't mm. know mm. what what the other person is like. Mm. And I just you know these are these are examples of questions that mm. if you ask most people, do you know what your parents are like? Most people go, oh yeah, I know. Mm. I, I know. Yeah. But if you ask most people, they wouldn't know those. Those are examples I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, um, yeah. And and there's. A, a million more mm. questions just like that, mm. and I think for for couples that is that's a wonderful way mm. to to start to explore the other person to mm. to dig deeper mm. into questions about um, what shaped them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I really like that, and I think also you know for anyone whether it's couples or friends or mm. your kids or whatever, but um, I think asking questions in that way really gives you more empathy and understanding of mm. a person so that um, it can alleviate some of those tensions and some of the issues that, that we have, especially with people that are close to us. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah. It, it kind of creates the room mm. to, uh, to break out of, of uh, cycles mm, of mm. how things have been mm, because mm. often a cycle is created when it's when things are static yeah right yeah. Oh, it, this person is like this so then um like that and the cycle is, yeah, is kind of lost in yeah but by realizing actually maybe there's more to the person mm. it creates the opportunity to break out of a cycle mm. because uh, maybe the next interaction instead of having the typical response mm you might unlock mm. a secret part, mm. you know, a secret to you, yeah, um, yeah, to, yeah. to the other person. Yeah, yeah. And it just opens up new possibilities of something more, you know, potentially more positive in mm. the relationship yeah. from there. Yeah. Yeah, I really like that, Lucas. Okay. Yeah. What do you think? You yeah. Think we're done? I think we're done for the moment. I think that's a... Um, a great conversation to have, some things for all of us to think about. Mm. And well, I think that's the end of today. I'd love, I think we would both love to to hear from, from people. Thank you so much for the feedback. It's been great to, to get that. Yeah. And we love to, to keep receiving that. And we'd love to stay in touch uh, with you. You can go to our website. What, what's our website? Jo? It's uh, awakeningpurpose.co. Mm-hmm. And you can follow us on Instagram on awakening underscore purpose. Let's connect and stay in touch. Yeah. And if you've enjoyed this, please subscribe. And we look forward to chatting again really soon. Thanks for joining us, guys. Yeah, we loved having your company. 
Remember to subscribe and let's catch up again next week.